0: In the greatness of Johannesburg, round about the street in Springfield, if you don't know what that is, sure heads, go to YouTube and come and see, not to be missed, the latest news headlines today, in your face, this voice, if it has the rightful tone, should sound like an old newspaper broadcaster.
1: That was brilliant
0: Yes Thank you
1: Standing relation All around Good job, Ryan Good job yes. I heard it I saw it The crowd goes wild <laughs> In my face I saw it yeah, no. Now I want
0: to see you do that No, I can't do that Because we were that. just saying that uh, Back back in the
1: The 1940s 40s, 40s 20s, 30s, 40s,
0: 50s A lot of the announcements were like that
1: All the announcements Not one of them were a female
0: and c- c- can you hear a female doing that? No, not that they can't, I'm sure they can. It's just I don't remember I don't ever hearing an announcement. Yeah,
1: but I don't think it would be the same either. I, if you get
0: a woman with a strong voice, of course. Imagine Nebula doing it.
1: Okay, maybe. Mm. That is a good point. That mm. is a very good point. You're probably wondering what on earth has happened. Well, this is the movie show, and we decided to watch, in inverted commas, the greatest film of all time. We did, finally. Yeah
0: quite a quite a very interesting film.
1: <laughs> yes, it is called very Citizen Kane. Mm. I'm sure you've heard about it. We did a couple so a couple of shows back we looked at like Varieties. IMDb variety Rolling Stones mm. top 10 films of all time and I'm sure Citizen Kane came up yes, more than once. And it was made in 1941, so it's a long time ago. Yeah. Like I'm sure every single person that was involved in this film is now dead as we are now in 2023. Yeah. In fact, we're almost 100 years We're close, on a, we're close to 100 years The 100th year anniversary of Citizen Kane Which is intense
0: 1940 Yeah About 20, 20, 20 years out Yeah Right? 20 years <laughs> less, know, less than 20 You know, in a long time lap-
1: 2021 would have been 20 years away students. from yes. So we are under 20 years away from the 100th year anniversary yes. of yes. Citizen Kane Yeah, about yeah.
0: 18 years which is crazy. So this is not your ordinary film. Even back in its yeah. day, it was not a, a, an ordinary film made by, you know, a great story and da 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 This is one of those films that, they, like, like, if, like, every rule was probably broken.
1: Mm. Uh, in fact, and I'm sure we'd said this with, was it 12 Angry Men? At the time that this film came out, it was actually considered a box office flop. Which I think happened with 12, There was another film as well That at the time That it re- was released It wasn't It didn't do well it didn't do as well But as time has like progressed It's become mm. One of the uh, Literally if you search The inter- internet about Citizen Kane You'll just see questions mm. like Is Citizen Kane worth the watch? What makes Citizen Kane The greatest yeah. film of all time? Like, those are the, the questions That go around yeah. Citizen Kane And I mean, the fact that we are sitting close to 100 years after the release of this this film and we watched it does say something for the film, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, Guardians was great. That's where we are. (laughs) Understand
1: people. Yes. One thing that shocked me, okay, in my opinion, right older movies were always round like one hour, 20 minutes, one hour, 30 minutes. Yeah. So like I was expecting like a one hour, 20 minute film. This movie was one hour and 59 minutes. It was a two hour film. And I don't, I, 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 okay, maybe I need to do more research into it. But for 1941, I don't think that two hour films were yeah, normal. Like now, yes, we've hit the stage where three hour films. I mean, like you now it's very easy for a, th- a film. To, we've, we've, mm. we've had a couple of three hour films. Yeah like That's become more of a norm it's, now it's,
0: it's starting, you know, two, two to two and a half Yeah Maybe two and a half is average
1: Two and a half average, definitely It's a great
0: film Anything below that is too short Right And you're selling yourself
1: short So the, when I saw that this one was two hours mm. I was like, what? It is a drama mystery That is the genre of the film and the director is um, Orson Welles. Mm. And he also played the main character, which I did not know while I was yeah. watching it. So Don't you think
0: he looks very similar to, like, uh, in, its yo- in his younger days, like Jack Nicholson?
1: Yes. He has a
0: very similar kind of, I was almost Definitely. like, Jack Ni- no, but no, 1940, no.
1: Yeah, it's way too early. Because mm. he was already 25, 26 mm. when this film, um, when he made this film. It was his first film before this he had done theatre. And you can see how his work in theatre actually really, like, um, like, directed. Set up. Yeah, like the way mm. that this film was done. Because when this film came out, it really did break every single, like, Way a story was told. Mm. Um, the way, even the camera, the shots that was that, that 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 was gotten. I mean, even the fact that some of the shots had the roof in them was very unusual. Now you're like, what? Why yeah. is that unusual? Because back in those days, and I'm sure they still do it nowadays, but all of the lighting and sound um, equipment was put in the roof, so all of the sets wouldn't have a ceiling because. the the equipment was all there. So they would always avoid showing the ceiling in the shot because obviously they didn't want all of that equipment to show. Whereas with this, I mean, they literally, they were were very, they wanted the ceiling in. Like there was so many shots where they showed the ceiling, which was already very unusual. Yeah. I honestly, when I got to the end of this film, thought, because I'd heard about how like innovative and amazing it was. And when I got to the end of it, I was like, um. I. Um, uh, <laughs> but then I realized I realized what happened So The films that we have today A lot of them Are the way they are Because of Citizen Kane So Yeah We The way we know movies today Was affected by By Citizen Kane And mm-hmm. so that's why for us It's not like Huh Like for us it's pretty mm. Like normal
0: It's a creative Yeah Yes it, It's it's like re re-informed.
1: Yes But back, back when it first came out That was It was not the way films were yeah. done It was not the way the story was so told would have
0: been your Like your Your, your um, Fight club kind of film yeah. you're just like What? And then from there onwards Everyone's like Kind of brings out a yeah. film like that Everything everywhere every, All at once Wasn't 100% All that I think they broke Broke the rules More Visual Wasn't it?
1: Yeah, they, but so I definitely much, think they broke the rules in everything. In much l- like,
0: like visually, this film, uh, I could see um, how the, the shots were set up and and what they were going for and that sort of thing. But in storytelling, like like they take the linear. It's like they took the film, they pulled it out like this, and then they went. Yep. And then
1: they.
0: And then it's.
1: But it's not even that. It's not even that. Okay, I'll get into that now. But that's normal for us. Yeah. Take every Christopher Nolan film. Christopher like, that's Nolan. normal. Like, we're used to, mm. we're used to the non-linear storyline. We, do you understand what I'm saying? Mm. We're I mean, we have directors whose like, whole filmography is a non-linear storyline. Yeah. Do you understand? So, like for us, that's not... But back then, that is not how... That they they like, weren't used to that. Like,
0: that was like the first film.
1: Yeah, you tell the story from start to end. But what's mm. crazy about this film as well is... When they start the film, so they show you like, they basically, so just to give you a rundown, the start of the movie, you are watching Kane, the character Kane, die. Yeah. And you, as the audience, you witness his last words, mm-hmm. which in the whole storyline kind of th- goes around those, like, why did he say, why were those his last words? Because, you know, mm-hmm. like in a, in a man's like last moment in his dying breath, like you choose very specific words to say. You're not just going to say like, Tomato sauce, unless tomato Mm. sauce has a very, you know, special Mm. meaning to you. So the fact that he said the the words rosebud had a very, like, they were all like, why? And then, yeah. But then after that, they show a newsreel, which would have then played after he died, which basically says, tells you as the audience who he is, what he did with his life, which now you, as the audience, have actually witnessed everything that you're about to see in the movie. So they, they they don't tell you, they don't give you any more information other than dive into everything that they've already shown you. So all plot lines are actually revealed to the audience within right the, the first 10 minutes of the film. Exactly. Which is very odd as well. Like, normally, you know, it's it's keeping the plot or certain elements of the Keep plot. An audience yeah. In. Now, after that, you then have a bunch of um, journalists who now want to investigate why his last words were Rosebud because they want to write an article about him. And then they dive into, like, they dive into his first marriage. They dive into his second marriage. They dive into his best friend. They dive into... Um, the, the guy that worked very closely with him. Um, so they literally dive into each of those stories. But once again, you as the audience already know all of those facts. You know that his first marriage fell apart. So yeah. when you're watching his fall, first marriage fall apart, you're not like, oh, because you already know his first marriage fell apart.
0: And one of the first um, montages we're, we're, yes, we're, we're,
1: yes. were also in the film. Yeah, So like that, I think... What what was incredible about this movie was not the storyline. The storyline was actually very very basic. Even eventually, then I'm not going to spoil what what the the his what Rosebud was. Mm. I'll leave that to you okay. to go and find out. But like even that in itself wasn't extraordinary. Like you got to the end of the movie and you're like, oh is that was that was okay like, <laughs> it wasn't like oh my gosh did you see that oh wow. i never expected that like i never mm. saw it cu- like it really mm. wasn't like the storyline is very ordinary yeah but the way that visually the story was told was extremely radical and that i think is what makes this film such an incredible mm. film was was just that and so many other films have have the reason we have the movies we have today is because, of, and the yeah. way we have them is because of of Citizen Kane.
0: I think it's because he showed, uh, like other directors and filmmakers, uh, that that there's more than one way to tell a story. Yes, basically. Yes, and then and then other people sort of had their creative spark and they were like, "No, we're allowed to do it." Yeah,
1: <laughs> you know, Like, oh wow! In yeah. fact,
0: the 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 DOP of 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 Citizen Kane uh, basically wanted he. he he actually called, um, what is his name? Or- Orson.
1: Orson, Orson. Orson Walls.
0: He, he called Orson and said, I want to be in, in one of your productions. And he said specifically uh, because of the fact that, uh, number one, this was his first film. He mm-hmm. didn't know any of the rules of filmmaking. And so he said, because you don't know how to do it, you don't know how not to do it. Yeah. So in other words, he used his creative. So, and a lot of the time on set, like he would be setting up, he would set up his own lighting so he doesn't quite know the rules or anything like that and, and and a lot of the angles and that sort of stuff you can see it but yet he's setting it up and everyone's like no wait uh what are you doing yeah what do you do and you'll be like no no just leave him just leave him let's see what he's gonna do creatively and uh that would basically happen in fact he, he obviously with within editing and that he's seen his film mm-hmm. but he's never watched any of his film
1: yeah
0: like at the premiere yeah. or anything like
1: that. Who, this is, this is Wells, right? Yes. The director. Yeah. yeah. I also heard that apparently, he, I think he, he watched the full version once, but that was only when editing was done. Yeah. And obviously as the director, I think you kind of mm. have to watch your movie at least once. But then he said, even that was the, the. there's a myth that even during the premiere, he, he actually walked out. Yeah. He, he, walked didn't, out before. he didn't watch the, mm. the, which is, yeah. which is crazy. He said
0: that he would like to think that it was great. <laughs> He hopes for it.
1: (laughs) But one of the things I really loved was how instead of... So instead of just telling a story with like acting and like the use of a a linear storyline and all of that, what really told the story was the visuals. That they really pushed... Visual storytelling within this film Which for me is one of the most beautiful ways To tell a story Is when you, you're focusing on it's, it's also one of the most artistic ways To tell a story yeah. there's the, they, You can make a movie like this But it, there can be like no art to it Like let's be honest We've seen many films like that But then there's films where And they're usually boring Yeah, they are normally boring They're usually very, very yeah. boring Predictable um, Yes, but what I loved about this one was so one of the big things that they talk about um with this film is that so in those days, which we know today obviously the way the way you compose your shot was you focus on something and there's stuff out of focus in the in the shots. Yeah. So like if you want people to notice this cup, you focus on the cup and then everything around it is either slightly blurred or, uh, or very blurred. It just depends on like the type of lens you use. Mm. But one of the things this movie did, which, which was not usual, was everything in the frame was in focus at all times. They never, they didn't do the, the pull focus thing. Yeah. Like, like literally if you had to freeze it, like everything was in focus, which was obviously not, it wasn't done in those days. But one of the reasons, there were two reasons. One of the reasons Wals did that was because he, like I said, came from a theater. And in theater, you don't have a camera. You have a stage. Yeah. That's it. You have the audience, which is looking at the stage, and your placement of actors and props within the stage or on the stage determine how you tell and convey the story to the audience. So that's why in theatre so you, you have your that. different positions, yeah, and then you'll 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 move your actors and that around so that you're you're drawing te- the audience's attention here when it, instead of being there, you're drawing it here, and mm. that's the way you're telling the story. Which, if you watch this, is exactly what he does. So everything's in focus however your attention is being drawn to a specific person in the frame at a specific time and then the camera will move um, but everything still remains in focus it just either gets smaller like so so at one point you have citizen kane or kane should i say his parents are busy selling not selling him they're busy giving him away to Mr. Thatcher, who is going to educate him. And at the same time, you can see the young uh, Kane in the shot. So it's one shot. They didn't cut away. They, they don't cut away. It's one shot. You can see the boy playing in the background outside. You can see the parents discussing it and you can see Thatcher. And even though you can see all three of them in the shots, you're still drawn to specific people at specific times because of how, how it works. So that, that was really cool. And then the second thing was, if you think about it, each shot is like a painting. In a painting, you don't have out-of-focus things. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if you look at a painting, everything is in focus and your eyes drawn to different parts of the painting depending depending on how the painter drew it and also or painted it and what they wanted you to focus on. And that's what they also relay um this film to. It's it's like a painting where yeah. it's Conveying a, a a story, it's giving you emotion. It's it's as the audience, it's it's drawing you somewhere. But ev- even though everything is in frame, you're still getting something out of like each shot, which was I thought was really really cool the way they 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 often did that. And then the other thing that they did, which wasn't usual, was usually back then when um they filmed, they would they had the whole hidden camera. That, that's how they did it. You know how like the camera's not actually in the room and um, you as the audience are almost like watching this all from like a hidden camera perspective. Uh, so okay. like the camera almost is not there. Yeah. Whereas with this film... That they, he introduced these floating camera shots which immediately make you aware as the audience that there is a camera there because obviously now the camera's moving and panning and we're used to a moving camera. Like we're used to one shotter sequences but those sequences actually make you aware of the camera as the audience. You just don't yeah, realize it's, it, moving. it's moving around. Mm. Whereas... Previously, the way they filmed it, it was so that the audience wouldn't be made aware of the As camera. if it's from a bystander's yeah. point of view. Yes, it's like you're just you're watching and it's this. Generally still. Yeah, generally still. Because you're and even the moving. Yeah, even the moving. Mm. It's not like these. Like it's not impossible mm. movement. So this one, the camera would literally float from the window all the way back through a table. And onto the opposite side of the table, which you sh- as a, ca- a camera can't do that because you can't move through objects. Mm. But how they did that was they would, they would have a table that was apart. And then as the cameraman would come back, the tables would obviously come together, yeah. making it look like he just went through the table. But it was actually just like... They were, it was actually the beginning stages of trick shots and yeah, cool. and like CG and stuff like that. Even yeah. though you don't think it's, it's not like this fire breathing dragon that's come mm. across the shot and you're like, wow, it's just a table that the cameraman just went through. But that's the reason we have film as it is today is because of how this film particularly was filmed mm. the fact that they tried all of these it's actually a, it's its an amazing yeah. film to watch I think especially a second and third time because then you start looking for all of the different like filming techniques that they did if you understand yeah. so I think this is a good film for filmmakers mm. It's a very good film because it gets you thinking out of the out of the box, like you said. It, it doesn't um, put rules on you, yeah. or it makes you aware of filmmaking rules, that, so that you can then break them. Yeah. You know, how they say, "Well, that's usually the what they say." Yeah. yeah, know the rules so that you, when you can break mm. them, but you know mm. you're, you're breaking them. Like,
0: yeah, I suppose you need, it helps you to understand how to break them.
1: Yeah, yeah, and if and when to break mm. them. Yeah. Look, I don't know if this film would be... I think maybe an average person might enjoy this film. They might not, though, because it's a very old film. And I don't know how, like, how, how many people like watching like, really old movies. I think there are people that do. But I also think there's a large majority of people that don't like watching old black and white movies. Yeah. Uh,
0: well, I suppose everyone's got their... Yeah.
1: So, I think... But I think if you're a filmmaker, this is a very good film to watch. Yeah. Not necessarily because of the storyline Because like I said the sto- I was honestly disappointed By the end of the movie I was like This is the greatest movie of all time Like the storyline In 12 Angry Men mm. caught Like I That movie grabbed me Like yeah. you know when you like You want to find out That's what 12 Angry Men did But 12 Angry Men From like a visual perspective Was very simple The storyline And the way the story was mm. told And acted out That's where it was interesting Citizen Kane's more of like A, a visual like it's visually impacting, as opposed to storyline, yeah. impacting, yeah, agreed yeah, but i was I was I'm glad I watched it mm. yeah, it was it was it was interesting, like I said, when I got to the end, I was like really that that's Just, what that's what that's what Rosebud was, seriously okay,
0: it was something different and new pointers. It's nice to watch something different.
1: Yeah. And also the use of um, matte, what was it, matte paintings. Mm. They used matte paintings. They used quite a bit of matte paintings. Yeah, painting, which yeah. which was also really cool. Mm. I thought like that was... a lot was, of the
0: backgrounds. And
1: yeah.
0: I think there was like even noise and snow.
1: Yeah. And also like um, some of the techniques, like watching it now, like it, it reminds me of like a Wes Anderson film where... That, yeah, there were
0: some pans, and Yeah, zooms like, especially and stuff the panning and the me. zooming.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. like um, it reminded, but, and I like that style. It's a like, very
0: messy, like zoom. It's like yeah,
1: it's
0: almost like oh, okay. But
1: it's also one where you can't do it in real life, so you have to use practical or trick shots well, in order to get it, it done. It, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's also I, honestly, while watching this film, though, thoughts I would love to have watched this in color. I think like yeah. just I don't I don't think they could back then, I think that's why they didn't, mm. but um I think it would have made it a whole lot more immersive, and especially because it's it's a visual the way they told the story was visually, I think that adding color to it would have just taken it to like the next level I agree,
0: yeah, especially uh what is it Xanadu? yes, that whole nice
1: yeah
0: island place, hill thing, yeah, agreed.
1: But for someone's first film, mm. it was very good. This is
0: brilliant. It was very, very mm. good. Do you think people would have been, they they wanted to see it because they know the the stage director? So they're like, oh, you know, so-and-so just made a movie. Wow. Oh, isn't that, you know, uh, whatever, the cats? <laughs> no.
1: <Nah. laughs>
0: whatever, his stage play was big at that time. Yeah, it is. Oh, we have got to go see it. And they go watch and they're like, oh, cool.
1: I don't know. Look, what I heard. Uh, obviously, uh, this is there's just a lot that he
0: that he was able to do in the film that he wouldn't have been able to do on stage.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: Like especially the the quick transitions from different uh, sort of uh, uh, what do you call it uh, locations, the the, the newspaper, montage. Yeah. Although I'm sure you would have found some sort of like lighting effect for the montage. That, and could that have sort could have done. Of thing, yeah. yeah. But still.
1: But I think. Uh, because even I was quite interested in the credits mm-hmm. before the credits roll they actually say a lot of the, the actors that were in this film are new to the film industry so a lot of for a lot of them it was their first time acting like they actually mm. put that in there I was like oh wow because I mean we don't have that nowadays like so that was quite interesting um, so I think that, that when the film came out a lot of the actors weren't known or it was like their first or second time acting yeah. and like I said when I did research they said at first this film like in the 40s this film was not considered good it was only like the 50s and the 60s when people revisited it that they started thinking oh wow this film's actually so i think it's one of those where like you make something and at the time no one appreciates it but like as like it's like aged wine you know like at first there's nothing to (laughs) it right but as time goes on it Ages like, and matures And
0: Like People are like
1: swishling it <laughs> That's not a word But anyway In their mouth And then they're like This swirling. tastes so swirling Is the yeah, right this word This
0: is aged so well Yeah
1: Like the, the maturity mm. of this Is just Yeah
0: 1940 mm, I can still taste the mm, The sum of that year I remember
1: <laughs> Yeah Yeah it was, a, it was a clever way It was a good How do I word this You know how there's depth <laughs> You can either tell a story Or you can go like a long story Like you can tell a story like this Or you can go deep And you can do like mm. Character Like I feel like this was this They went deep Yeah Like they gave you a, An overall And then they were like Okay now let's go and Deep dive into Well each. in
0: theatre you've got to do that Isn't it? Yeah Movies is more like about visual Yeah Because you have the You have it in your hands Where theatre You've got to try and take A limited amount of stuff And entertain people with it more so. Yeah you know your story must be
1: And I must be honest I was interested wasn't like a, my my attention wasn't caught like the, the 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 there's definitely like different acts you can pick up like the different acts within like because they go to like each because of the investigation they're going to different people that were in Kane's life and getting their perspective of who he was mm. so you are getting and then instead of the person just telling it, they do flashbacks. So that the, for this film is actually flashbacks. That's what it is. Whereas 12 Angry Men, they didn't do flashbacks. Instead, you were listening to the actor portray what they... So these two yeah. films are very different from one another. But I can see why both of them have like stood the test of time because, yeah, they both... I think maybe I was expecting 12 Angry Men and then this is completely different. It's nothing like yeah. 12 Angry Men. Um, so, yeah... But it was, it was, I definitely, I think I'd watch it again. Yeah.
0: I think I'd watch it again. I don't know if I'd watch it again. I think I'd watch it again. It was a
1: good
0: experience. It was a good experience.
1: I think I'd watch it again, but this time I'd watch it with a, a critical, technical eye. Hmm. Like, to almost watch for, like, ideas oh, There's from probably stuff that yeah. would uh, Because it's like, if they could get this right Back in 1941, when they mm. didn't have All that we have today Yeah. Like, that inspires you almost And knowing what he knows Yeah, not to rely on, like, mm. CG Or, for, like, going, okay, guys They did this practically How do we do this practically? Like, their, yeah. their camera literally floated Through a sign, into a window Like, yeah. how do And, like, yeah, like, how do we do this? Yeah, to
0: yeah. so There little be green men Holding two stars and
1: Nah, Moving uh, Yeah Yeah so that was Good idea Lots of Citizen lessons King. I
0: actually saw a film A film lesson uh, And they put And they made it on this film this, uh, That's you see
1: I think I'd, I'd watch this with mm. I'd, I'd want to watch it again With a critical eye And even with like a, mm. Like someone dissecting it
0: Yeah like They're actually they're actually in it They say What, what made the movie su- Such a brilliant yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah
0: Lessons to learn As a filmmaker
1: Yeah but then again, also to say, is it the greatest film of all time? I personally am not one of those people that like no, that statement.
0: Guardians is better.
1: No, no, you can't say that. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. You cannot. <laughs> film is it's uh, not uh, for me. For me, it's just like I'm talking
0: about from, from from the experience of the film.
1: You know what? This. You know what? You know what I don't think you can say that a specific film is the greatest film of all time because each film and each filmmaker is a piece of art and is an artist right Mm. and then you yourself have your own taste right which means that certain people are going to like certain films and other people are going to like other films but that's all just a matter of taste right but we all know that like let's look at paintings for example we know like there's many different painters and they all had their masterpiece and we all know, like, Picasso. We know, like, Van Gogh. We know all of these different painters, right? Yeah. And we're all like, they were incredible artists. But now to go, which painting was the greatest painting of all time? You can't do that because all of them were different. They were at different times. Mm-hmm. They were, they, Janice said, you bet we can go. That, that was a masterpiece. And I think so. When when doing research into that, someone actually mentioned that the word masterpiece we've come today to know masterpiece as like a good piece of of art. But actually, originally, what the word masterpiece meant was. In order for an artist to become a master of the craft, they would first they would present a painting to like the guild, which was like the the group of greatest artists in whatever like whatever. So for whether it was a painter, musician, or whatever, they would pre- present this piece of work, which obviously was like the greatest. The greatest thing that they had to offer and that piece of work would depend whether they were able to enter the masters of that art or not. That's why it's called a masterpiece mm. because if it allowed, if that was good enough, they could then enter and would be, then they would claim the, t- the title master Painter or master composer or master, whatever. So like for me to say the greatest film of all time, I don't agree with. I agree with there are certain film masterpieces which have set filmmakers aside from the rest of like it has made them a master filmmaker. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And Citizen Kane did that for Wells. Now to go, his films are better than Christopher Nolan's, or Christopher Nolan's films are better than. Sti- mm. Jenna "Like you can't, mm. you can't do that, you because it's they're all different, they all yeah. it's different taste, it's different arts, it's different expressions, yeah." So that's that's just my take on the whole greatest film of all time. Great, it's like no guys, Agreed. no, you can have a museum <laughs> of the greatest films <laughs> of all time. And then like each one we look at them We're like this one This one
0: Yeah It's Netflix
1: No no it's not Netflix, Netflix. It's not Netflix Netflix is It's not Netflix There are terrible master- films on Netflix right
0: Yeah I suppose It's uh, It's the movie show <laughs> There we go <laughs> Even though there are some Bad films in there
1: Yeah So Citizen Kane definitely falls in that category Of yeah. masterpieces But mm. not necessarily the greatest film of all time because cannot be one singular greatest film. Unless a film comes along one day and changes my mind, mm. you know, then I'd be really impressed.
0: I think it's just what is your favorite film?
1: Yeah. What is your yeah yeah definitely? Mm.
0: My favorite film so far is Guardians, but Volume in, Three. In a month's time, it yeah, could be that's different. what I was about to
1: say. It's because it just came out, right? And Ryan hasn't yet seen Oppenheimer. Ryan needs to go watch uh, I'm Oppenheimer. I'm looking forward
0: to that. I am looking forward to that. That's gonna be a great film. Yes, there I you agree. Mean. But this has been The Movie Show. On oh, your favorite ORSPS.
1: Till next week.
0: Cheerio. Peace.
1: Stay updated and entertained with Active FM on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Apple Podcast, YouTube, LinkedIn, Spotify, Anchor, and everywhere else. Engage with us, like the post, comment, share them out, retweet and repost. Spread the word. Active FM. Radio has never been better.